terrorist attacks, fatal diseases, natural disasters, catastrophic events that can change the world. How to prepare, survive, and provide hope to others. Right now on Jewish Voice with Jonathan Bernis. Shalom and welcome to Jewish Voice, where we help you to discover the Jewish roots of your Christian faith. I'm Jonathan Bernis. Well, some disasters like hurricanes come with a warning, but we never know when something catastrophic, like a devastating earthquake or a terrorist attack, will happen. Our guest today is an expert on preparation. He knows how to prepare for the worst, and he's seen how God supernaturally intervenes to help get you through. Please welcome the author of When All Plans Fail, Dr. Paul Williams. so good to have you back. Paul, we, our relationship goes back a long, long time. Oh, it does, with Hero Israel. Right, over 20 years before I came to Jewish Voice. <laughs> yes. And uh, just your background, you were the director of Operation Blessing for, yes, for the CBN. Division. Yes, mm -hmm. and before that we were with Healthcare Ministries of the Assemblies of God. We started their medical mission program for the Assemblies. Now we have our own organization, International Healthcare Network. Actually, the legal name is Yeshua Medical Ministries, but because we do work with Jewish people and also the, among the Arab nations, we do a DBA, doing business as International Healthcare Network. Well, the real name of your organization expresses your love for Israel and the Jewish oh, people. Absolutely. In fact, I have a calling, I believe, to work among the Jewish diaspora, those that want to go back and do Aliyah to Israel. And so that's why we've been working together for so long because of that calling. I want to get jump right into this topic because okay. it's so critical. And I want to begin by making it clear we're not a sensationalist ministry. We're not a doom and gloom ministry. We're a ministry of hope. The reason that I wanted Dr. Williams on is to really wake up many of you that are watching that we're entering into very, very challenging times. And the reality is, Paul, that the Bible talks about the period that we both believe we're either in or entering into Absolutely. the last days yes. where the Bible's very clear there'll be uh, wars, rumors of wars, natural catastrophes and disasters. Yes. Uh, talk about that. Well, in other words, he actually likens it to birth pains of a woman going through labor. And one of the characteristics of birth pains of a woman is that they get closer together and they get stronger as we get closer to the time of delivery. And I think that's what we're having on the, in the earth right now. The disasters are occurring more frequently with greater intensity and Jesus is going to be coming soon. I really do believe that. But one of the things that I really felt like the Lord asked me to do was when writing the book, When All Plans Fail, was to get people prepared in a natural way, not for just the terrorism or the unusual things, but I actually felt as if he was wanting to say, get ready for the things that you normally would experience where you live. In fact, I, one of the statements that I like to make is, be prepared, don't be a victim. In fact, by not being prepared, you're at greater risk of being a victim and also being uh, requiring more emergency help from others. If you're not prepared, then other people are going to have to rescue you. Whereas if you're uh, prepared, you actually will be in a position not only to take care of yourself, but your family and your other neighbors around you. We either are prepared or we're not prepared. We're either going to be able to lead and earn the platform to, by helping people, to tell them about Yeshua, to tell Absolutely. them about Jesus, or we're a victim with yes. them. Yes. In fact, you know, one of the uh, Psalms 91 is one of my favorite Psalms. You know, it says, those that dwell in the secret place of the Most High 
will abide under the shadow of the Almighty. In fact, I've had some rabbis express to me that's like the arms of the Lord wrapping the sh uh, tallit around you and, and protecting you. In fact, I've seen that in a great way in some of the disasters that I've been involved with. In fact, one of the greatest disasters that I ever was involved with was when I was with Operation Blessing and the Hutus and the Tutsis had been fighting over in uh, Rwanda and there were a million refugees in Goma, Zaire, and we went over there with the medical team, and the day we arrived, there were 10,000 bodies on the ground. 60,000 people died over about uh, six weeks, and we just uh, were able to deliver the love of Jesus Christ to those people. And during those six months of time that we actually had teams going back and forth, none of our team members got sick. And one of the things that really uh, touched my heart and I was so thankful to the Lord for was when we were over there, one of the Belgium uh, relief workers said, you know, we didn't think God was in this place, but after we've seen your team work, we think God is here. And about six weeks after having teams there, they the uh, refugees erected a tent, a church tent, and they named the church tent, God Walks in This Place. You talk a lot about being prepared spiritually. You believe that we have to actually prepare spiritually as opposed to just trusting in God that if something happens, everything will work out. We actually have to take steps spiritually. Talk about A absolutely. that. Absolutely. Well, that's where Psalm 91 comes in. You need to really be uh, close and uh, dwell in the secret place. I stop and think of a young man that was uh, up in Minnesota when Interstate 25 bridge collapsed between Min uh, Minneapolis and also St. Paul. Uh, he was with a ministry up there, and the Lord showed him a vision of the bridge collapsing just before it collapsed. And he stopped his car in the middle of the road, and people behind him were angry and honking their horns and all that. But a moment later, the bridge actually collapsed. And they came up and thanked him for having stopped. Well, that was being spiritually sensitive. In fact, one of the things I think Christians need to be alert to is, do you have to leave the area that you live in? There are going to be places that you may, on certain situations, need to leave quickly to get out of the area and go to a safe place. And so I'm telling people, be alert to the Holy Spirit. And, you know, people aren't going to be able to tell you this ahead of time. There's many disasters that can happen that there's no warning for it. But the Holy Spirit can warn you and tell you that you need to leave, you need to do this or that. In fact, that's one of the reasons why a practical application would be we're telling people put at least a half tank of, of gas in your car at all times. So if you ever have this prompting that you want to leave a certain area that you actually don't have to stop somewhere and get gas. The Men of Issachar, I think of this scripture, yes. were, were wise because they understood, understood the, the times. times. We're talking about wisdom. When we come back, uh, we're going to talk about very specific steps that you can take to be prepared. Much more with Dr. Paul Williams, still ahead and later. We'll tackle some of your questions about the Bible, about Israel, about faith, uh, the last days. It's a segment that we call Ask the Rabbi. Stay tuned. Terrorist attacks, disease, floods, fires, earthquakes. Will you be prepared when disaster strikes? Protect yourself and your loved ones with inside knowledge from disaster expert, Dr. Paul Williams. One of the statements that I like to make is be prepared, don't be a victim. His book, When All Plans Fail, helps you prepare for the worst. Learn how to survive catastrophe with this detailed guide. The Bible warns that in the last days, calamity will come. So don't wait. Create a foolproof plan for your safety. Take action today to safeguard those you love. Order When All Plans Fail 
now. And when you do, we'll send you another empowering resource, When All Plans Fail Workbook. Create your own personal plan to deal with disaster. Design a strategy that reflects the unique needs of your family. Be ready when trouble comes with all your safety checklists in this convenient workbook. Along with these two essential resources, we'd like to sow another special gift into your life. Where Are We on God's Prophetic Timeline DVD. Be ready in these last days before the Messiah returns. Learn what to watch for in these uncertain times. Rabbi Jonathan Burnus and end time prophecy experts reveal key signs you need to know. So wake up call for you right now. We'll send you all three of these vital resources for your donation of $40 or more. Your donation of $40 doesn't just provide three resources to improve your life, your donation helps improve the lives of Jews worldwide. You can help provide crucial medical, dental, and eye care to Jewish communities and their neighbors worldwide. You can help bring freedom from poverty, disease, and despair. These impoverished Holocaust survivors in Israel are finding hope and healing thanks to your donations. Most importantly, they are learning that their Messiah, Yeshua, has come. Yeshua is using you to bless these precious people through Jewish voice. When you donate, you fulfill scripture by sending the gospel to Jewish communities around the world, from Argentina to the Ukraine to Africa. There is so much more to do. The need is urgent and we need your help. Remember, God said he will bless those who bless the Jewish people. Your gift of any amount will bless the Jewish people. But with your gift of $40 or more, you'll get these three essential resources that can bless you. Call the number on your screen now to partner with Jewish Voice. You can also click or write with your gift of support by going to our website, jvmi.tv, or writing to us at Jewish Voice, Post Office Box 6, Phoenix, Arizona, 85001. To receive your gifts, please specify offer 1803 when giving $40 or more. Don't wait. Call, click, or write today. Welcome back. I'm here today with Dr. Paul Williams. He has rewritten a book. This is a new compilation. It's updated when all plans fail. Be ready for disasters. Uh, Paul, this book is very, very practical. It's really a handbook, and it, you, you've also done a workbook. Talk yes. about the connection with the workbook. Well, after we, I wrote the book first, people were saying, I wish we had the list that you put in your book in a workbook format so we could just go through that and just be checking things off. And so that's what we did. We expanded it, got all the different uh, websites and really let people know what they need to do. We also put in recommendations, what is essential, what is uh, optional, and, and what we would really recommend in what order uh, that they would have in the various things. Like we have grab-and-go bags at home and at work and in their car and we put recommendations in there. I found the unique role of the church interesting for such a time as this which I love because it's from the book of Esther. Yes. Uh, Esther was the one that was placed by God yes. to have access to the king for a very specific yes. time in history. Absolutely. And you know, churches really should be that salt and light. Uh, whenever there are disasters, churches usually they have facilities to be able to sleep people. They have more restrooms. They often have a 
kitchen involved where they could prepare food, but they also have spiritual uh, sustenance for the people when they come in there because many times they're fearful, they don't know where to go, they may become homeless, they may have been homeless, really needing a place to, to be sheltered. And I remember one uh, in, with Katrina, there was one pastor who literally shut his church down for services, literally turned it into a relief center, actually would... Uh, fed people, clothed people, washed clothes for people, and for several months they didn't actually have regular church services. But I tell you what, that was the best witness that was that you could ever ask for. All we're talking about here really is the church being the church. Absolutely. This is, do, do you think, do you find as you travel around the country and the western world that the Christians are removed in their mind from any of this actually happening? Oh, unfortunately, it's too many are removed. Now, I would say only five, maybe 10% at the most of people really are prepared. They think God's going to just take care of them in the middle of it. But I tell you what, the Bible does say in Proverbs, when you see problems coming, the wise man, when he sees problems ahead, he prepares for it, but the foolish man... One that's not wise doesn't and suffers the consequences. We're going to see God move in a tremendous way. This is one of the things that I've felt for years, that one of the ways that Christ is going to uh, be able to do a great work among the people is through persecution. In fact, we see that the results in China. You know, the church grew tremendously under persecution. And I find that's true in many different uh, areas. But when we become uh, complacent, when everything is going well and we don't have to have as many concerns, we kind of get cool and become cold. I, I, I want to tell you, I feel such an urgency in my spirit. This is a wake-up call. Yes, it is. And it's a wake-up call for you right now. This is not for other people. This is a wake-up call for you to get prepared, to get prepared spiritually, to go grow close to the Lord, but also to take some practical steps because you're going to be the one that provides for your neighbor. You're going to be the one that provides for your extended family if you'll prepare, if you'll be wise. Paul, let's talk about some of the very practical things that people can do to prepare. Well, the basis for pre preparation is really you have to start off with yourself. And in fact, there's a chapter in there called uh, Put Your Own Mask On First, which is what we do every time we fly. They say, put your own mask on first because you won't be in a position to help others unless you yourself are prepared. But if you are prepared, then you're going to be able to help your neighbors. And so some of the things that you do, number one is water. You have to have water, uh, safe water, to be able to weather any kind of a storm. You can only live about three to five days without water. And of course, if you are ill or elderly or diabetic, it's even a shorter period of time that you can go without water. So you have to have a secure water supply. So we're not talking about filling bathtubs and keeping them full. We're talking no. about a water a source of clean water. Uh, how, how much water? Well, I, I have four in my family, for example. How much water should I Well, you I need about keeping? a half gallon a day in terms of just drinking water and your personal needs. And so one thing that a lot of people don't think about, if you have a water tank in your home, a hot water tank, it, maybe it's 50 gallons, 70 gallons, whatever the size is, that's a good source of water so that if you have a contaminated water supply or water isn't coming into your home, shut the water supply off to your home. You, you then capture that 50 to 70 gallons of water drain that out and then you, if you need to have something that's going to filter out the bad taste and metallic taste in that water but you actually would have for a family of four if you had a 50 gallon uh, uh, tank 
then actually two gallons a day would actually, and you'd have 25 days of water in your in your tank there. Now, we distribute in, in Ethiopia and Zimbabwe life straws, for example. Yes. Is that a good thing to keep on hand? Ab absolutely. There's many different water filtration systems. I would recommend one that would take out viruses and bacteria. Uh, the vast majority of camping type of water filtration systems will take out cryptosporidia and giardia, things that are common in pond water, uh, in uh, river water, lakes, that type of thing. So that's a very simple thing. Have a water source. Yes. Your own hot water tank. Yes. Uh, but a half gallon per person per day for we were talking maybe three weeks. Yes, that would be good if you could do that, but at least have it for a week if you can, like these people in that Superstorm Sandy. And, and then a water pure, some kind of water purifier, a Absolutely. simple water purifier. That's a, that's a very simple investment. So that's the first thing. We only have time for a couple more, but, but okay. actually store water and have a water purifier. Uh, very a, simple. Absolutely. Uh, we have that. Check. Okay, What's next? Next one, food. You need to have food uh, because uh, you can't go very far without food. Uh, you can go quite a few days without food, but you're not going to be very happy. Uh, and of course, if you have children, that's going to be very difficult too. Or if you have certain people with special dietary needs, that's going to even become okay, more so important. So freeze-dried food is yes. uh, available in some of the large uh, distribution. Of canned in, in, food well, is I've very seen good. it in, in some of the wholesale places. Uh, freeze-dried canned food. Uh, uh, dehydrated foods. Uh, also, one of the things that I've been doing recently, we've been taking buckets of food, organic wheat and spelt and uh, other types of things like this, and we've been able to uh, grind our own uh, wheat and we make our own flour and we make our uh, bread and muffins and pancakes and everything. And you actually have higher nutrition when you grind it yourself. So you, do you store that in, Absolutely. how do you store that? Six, six gallon buckets. In fact, wheat itself will last for like 4,000 years. They've seen wheat from Egypt times where they've found it and actually grown the wheat. Just two practical things, food and water. We're going to talk in the, in, in the tomorrow and, and uh, the, the rest of the week about practical things that you can do to be prepared. Hey, we just have a minute left. Uh, the work that we're doing in Ethiopia and Zimbabwe, these medical clinics, were really started with your help before yes. I ever came to Jewish wow. Voice. That's something the Lord laid on my heart it, and I just was, wanted to do it with you. It was it, a great partnership, awesome. absolutely. And you have helped uh, many Christians to participate in these one-week clinics, people yes. without medical background or, or, or administrative skills. They just have to love the Lord, and, and you've been instrumental in that. What would you say to people that are watching that, that just want to help. They want to do something. Well, I said you can make a difference. You don't have to be a medical person to get involved. If you have the love of Jesus Christ, we have people that will be support people, logistics people, people that will work in the uh, prayer area because we have people that go to the uh, receiving prayer after they've been seen by the medical people. Or you can help wash dental instruments or help in the eye clinics and help fit with glasses. You don't have to be those medical specialists, but you can be assistants in those areas. And you've seen the effect it has on oh, people. Oh, wow. And one of the things that you've always done on your trips, you've always had prayer teams that go around in 24 hours. You have prayer for the teams, which makes a world of difference. Well, you can change lives simply because you have the love of God in your heart. And people don't care what you know until they know that you care. And uh, it really, you can make a difference. You really can. Paul, thanks so much. Paul's going to be back with us uh, tomorrow. And we're offering uh, his book. It's called When All Plans Fail along with the workbook uh, as a companion. We want to give you these as a gift when you help us in our mission to bring humanitarian aid, but most importantly, the gospel to Jewish people and the nations. You 
can make a difference. Up next, I answer some of your questions in a segment that we call Ask the Rabbi. Stay tuned. Terrorist attacks, disease, floods, fires, earthquakes. Will you be prepared when disaster strikes? Protect yourself and your loved ones with inside knowledge from disaster expert, Dr. Paul Williams. One of the statements that I like to make is be prepared, don't be a victim. His book, When All Plans Fail, helps you prepare for the worst. Learn how to survive catastrophe with this detailed guide. The Bible warns that in the last days, calamity will come. So don't wait. Create a foolproof plan for your safety. Take action today to safeguard those you love. Order When All Plans Fail now. And when you do, we'll send you another empowering resource, When All Plans Fail workbook. Create your own personal plan to deal with disaster. Design a strategy that reflects the unique needs of your family. Be ready when trouble comes with all your safety checklists in this convenient workbook. Along with these two essential resources, we'd like to sow another special gift into your life. Where Are We on God's Prophetic Timeline DVD? Be ready in these last days before the Messiah returns. Learn what to watch for in these uncertain times. Rabbi Jonathan Burnus and end-time prophecy experts reveal key signs you need to know. So wake-up call for you right now. We'll send you all three of these vital resources for your donation of $40 or more. Your donation of $40 doesn't just provide three resources to improve your life, your donation helps improve the lives of Jews worldwide. You can help provide crucial medical, dental, and eye care to Jewish communities and their neighbors worldwide. You can help bring freedom from poverty, disease, and despair. These impoverished Holocaust survivors in Israel are finding hope and healing thanks to your donations. Most importantly, they are learning that their Messiah, Yeshua, has come. Yeshua is using you to bless these precious people through Jewish voice. When you donate, you fulfill scripture by sending the gospel to Jewish communities around the world, from Argentina to the Ukraine to Africa. There is so much more to do. The need is urgent, and we need your help. Remember, God said He will bless those who bless the Jewish people. Your gift of any amount will bless the Jewish people. But with your gift of $40 or more, you'll get these three essential resources that can bless you. Call the number on your screen now to partner with Jewish Voice. You can also click or write with your gift of support by going to our website, jvmi.tv, or writing to us at Jewish Voice, Post Office Box 6, Phoenix, Arizona, 85001. To receive your gifts, please specify offer 1803 when giving $40 or more. Don't wait. Call, click, or write today. A disaster can strike at any time, anywhere in the world. Surviving depends on being prepared. Are you ready? Developing an emergency plan with God's guidance. Next time on Jewish Voice with Jonathan Burnus. It's time now for Ask the Rabbi. We get many questions from our viewers every week on various topics. Uh, 
related to the Bible, to faith, to Israel, to Jewish customs, and also to the last days. Uh, we are in the last days. So let me take a few minutes to answer some of them. Uh, first, Maria writes, you encourage us to pray for the peace of Jerusalem. Can you give me some instruction on how to do this? I want to pray according to God's will. Maria, that's one of my favorite questions to answer anywhere I go. And uh, there's, there's a reason that I highlight Psalm 122.6 every program, because this is a key to prosperity. Pray for the peace of Jerusalem, they shall prosper that love thee. Now, how do you pray for Jerusalem, and who is Jerusalem? And the answer is found, I think, in the Hebrew, which is shalom. Pray for the shalom. It's not just peace, but it's well-being, it's security, and most importantly, it's to bring to completion or fullness. So what I think God is saying, first of all, Jerusalem represents the Jewish people, not just the state of Israel or the land of Israel, but Jewish people worldwide. And he's saying to pray for his completion, his purpose is to be fulfilled for the land and people of Israel, which includes all the neighbors that surround Israel. So we know that it's God's will that none should perish. So we're praying, you should pray every day for the salvation of Jew and Arab, of Israeli and Palestinian alike. You should pray that uh, there's a supernatural protection over the nation of Israel because God has sovereignly preserved the Jewish people and brought them back to the land. So that's part of his purposes. And you should pray ultimately for the return of Yeshua, Jesus, to the, the city of Jerusalem where he left from. So it's about praying the shalom, the complete plan of God to be fulfilled for the Jewish people, which were called to be uh, God's redemptive plan for the world. Um, I have lots more to say about that, but I need to go on to the next question. So this is from Randy. Uh, Randy's curious, why do Jews who believe in Jesus still keep the feasts? Randy, we uh, at Jewish Voice believe not only are the feasts valuable for Jews who believe in Jesus, Messianic Jews, but for Christians as well, because when you look through the uh, truth of the New Testament back at the Old Testament, back at the Tanakh, the Torah, the prophets, the writings, you see that Jesus, Yeshua, is the very center of all of the feasts that were given not only to Israel, but to all of the nations surrounding Israel, the commonwealth of Israel, and all of you watching have been grafted in through your relationship with Jesus, Yeshua, into the olive tree, which is Israel. So all of these things, these feasts, uh, these appointed times, modim, were uh, to point to Yeshua. They're types and shadows of things to come. And so we celebrate Jesus in the feasts. That's why we keep them. We have time for one more. This is from Sandra. Sandra's asking, what's the significance of Psalm 115.16, which we'll put on the screen now. It says, the highest heavens belong to the Lord, but the earth he has given to mankind. That is a biblical truth that helps us understand the fall of man and the redemptive plan of God for uh, history. It's because when God created mankind, he's, it's the principle of creation and delegation. He creates the world, but he gives authority over the earth to Adam and his offspring, the keys of the, of, of the earth. And he says, you name the animals, I'll give you all authority, be fruitful and multiply. And in the garden, the, uh, that 
authority was handed over to Satan, and so we entered into a condition of a fallen earth, fallen mankind, because man had the authority given by God to rule over the earth, and we're in the process of redemption now, both in the first coming of Messiah and ultimately his return. The earth is being redeemed and being returned to mankind through the second Adam, which is Jesus, Yeshua. Well, we love hearing from you, our viewers. You can ask us your questions by going to our Facebook page, which is facebook.com slash jewishvoice, or you can go to our website, which is jewishvoice.tv. Well, that's all the time we have for today. Thanks to Dr. Paul Williams for being our guest. Today he'll be back tomorrow, and I want to close by reminding you, as I do in every program, to pray for the peace of Jerusalem. The Bible says they shall prosper that love thee. Until next time, I'm Jonathan Bernis saying shalom and God bless you. <laughs>